celebrate your majesty. We say thank you. We say thank you for all that you have done. Hallelujah to your name. Jehovah, we bless you. We glorify and adore you. Thank you, Jesus. Mighty God, we pray that you rule. Rule today. Rule today. In the name of Jesus, we bless you, Jehovah. Hallelujah to your holy name. We say thank you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Shall we continue in the same attitude of prayer and be thanking God to rule, to rule. He's the ruler of our lives. He is on the, he's the rider of our lives. He rides on earth. And shall we continue to lift up his name? This morning I'm going to take my reading from the book of Matthew chapter 2 verse 11. And I read. Oh, I start from verse 10. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. Verse 11, on coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. They opened their treasures and presented with him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Today, we are celebrating the Lord of Lords. We are coming into his presence with thanksgiving. What is your frankincense? What is your gold? And what is your mail? It is with your heart. And from this angle, I want every one of us to go deep within you and present that frankincense, that gold, that mail, that you, you, you think is due, the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. Shall we begin to thank God and worship his name? Father, this hour we lift up your name on high. We bow, oh God, as the majors bowed and served you, oh God, worshipped you, oh God. They came opening their treasures and gave you frankincense, gold, and myrrh. This morning, Father, I bow, oh God, in your presence. Father, with my heart full of praise, oh God, with my heart full of thanksgiving, God, I present you, oh God, my host body, my soul, my spirit, my body, my heart, oh God. For Father, you, oh God, are my, is my rider. You seated upon me, oh God, you ride upon me. This morning I present you with my heart full of praise. Father, we thank you, God. We bless you, God. We worship you, Lord. We're not giving you gold and incense, oh Lord, as you were in the manger. But this morning, Father, you reigned and seated upon the throne in majesty and in power upon the right hand side of your Father, ruling over the affairs of the whole world, oh God. Therefore, Father, as your creation, this morning we bow in humility, we bow in obedience, we bow in homage, oh God, and we pray, oh God, lifting your name on high. We worship your majesty. We present our frankincense, our gold, and our men, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. For you alone are worthy of our praise. We present your God. We lift our holy hands and worship your majesty. Father, we glorify your name. King of kings and Lord of lords. Father, we join the hosts of heaven, the saints of God of heaven, and worship your majesty. We glorify your name. We worship your God. We adore thee, O Lord, for you are the king of kings, the altar and finisher of our faith, our redeemer, our strong tower, Lord. This morning, we worship your majesty. We adore your God and we bless your name. We say, Worthy, worthy, worthy are you, Lord. Who else shall we bow down to? Who shall we prostrate before God? You are the I am, the I am, the Lord of oh God, who did not withhold his precious son from us, but Father gave him out, O oh Lord, to be.
be a sacrificial God to us, Lord. But that through his precious blood, Lord, today we are counted wealthy. This morning, Father, with a house full of praise, we count our blessings of God and name them one by one. Father, you saved us all. You gave your life to us that this day, Lord, we could have been in the nations, oh Lord. We could have been in places where we, we thought was right. But Father, when you called us, oh God, you purchased us with your precious blood. Father, this morning, oh God, with a house full of praise, we worship and bow. We prostrate before you, oh God, and say, worldly, worldly, worldly are you, oh God. We thank you, we worship you. Be thou exalted, my God, and be thou magnified. For indeed, you are worldly. You alone deserve that glory. You alone deserve that praise. Father, what else can we do? What shall we say? Had it not been by your glory, had it not been by your grace, where would we have been, Lord? For us to be here, Lord, it's not because of our goodness, O oh Lord, but by your mercies, Lord. And therefore, our hearts lead for joy. Therefore, we worship you, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We give you all the praise and give you the glory. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we pray. Amen. Father, we thank you for the gift of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that we are blessed and honored to be here today. In Jesus' name we've prayed. My scripture is coming from Acts chapter 20, and I'm going to read verse 33 through to 35, and it reads, I have not converted anyone's silver or gold or clothing. You yourselves know that these hands of mine have supplied my own needs and the needs of my companions in everything I did. I showed you that by this kind of hard work, we must help the weak. Remembering the words of the Lord, Jesus himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. When I read this last night, I thought to myself, Apostle Paul had enough time to go to work, make a good living, and be able to also do the ministry of God. But at the same time, he knew that he had to help others from the work of his hands. I want us to pray for this season that we're in. It is a time to give. God gave us Jesus as a gift to the world. What are we giving to others? I want us to ask God that for everything that I've told for in the year, let me find someone to bless in this season. There are people out there who may be wondering who is going to come to my aid, where am I going to get my help? But as Jesus, as Jesus is here to us as a gift, let us begin to pray that we also, whatever we have in our hands to Give it as a gift to those who are in need in this season. Let us begin to pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we just want to thank you, Lord, for you, O oh God, have come to give us a son, Jesus, your son, and we thank you, Heavenly Father, that you, O oh Lord, have also given us a privilege to be able to be in this house, to be able to use what we have in, in, as a work of our hands to bless others. Father, in this season of Christmas, in this time, Heavenly Father, as people are entering this house, O oh Lord, let there be someone that we will bless, Heavenly Father. Let there be someone, Heavenly Father, that we will look onto and say, this is a gift for you, as God has done 
done it for us, as Jesus has been here as a gift for us. Father, may we be able to give a gift to somebody else. It could be our time. It could be our money. It could be a a kind word. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, let us bless others as it is said in the word that it is more blessed to give than to receive. So, Father, let the blessing, O God, to give be upon us in the mighty name of Jesus. Whatever it it is that we have in our hands, let us, Heavenly Father, be givers. Give us in this season in the mighty name of Jesus. Let us, Heavenly Father, have our hearts for others. Let us, Heavenly Father, be spoken to in the Spirit by the Holy Spirit to tell us, oh God, what it is that people are in need for. Because, Lord, we know that this is the season that you have made. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name. I'm going to take my prayer from Luke chapter 1, and I'm going to read verse 37. It says, For no word from God will ever fail. I want to pray that as the word of God comes this morning, that the Lord will help our hearts to receive his word. And as the minister of God minister, that no word that the Lord speaks over us today will ever fail. In Jesus' name. Father, Lord, we come to you this hour, and we thank you, Lord Jesus, for another opportunity to be in your house. We thank you, Father, Lord, because we know that you speak each time in this house. We ask, Lord, as your word goes forth this morning, Lord, we ask that our hearts are open to receive. In the name of Jesus, we ask you today, Lord, to cleanse our hearts. Anything that will hinder your word from coming to pass in our lives today, let it be taken out in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask that the fire of the Holy Spirit passes through our minds, our hearts, our souls. Father, let it remove, oh God, every planting of the enemy in the mighty name of Jesus. We decree today, Lord, that every word you speak over us today will come to pass in the mighty name of Jesus. We banish every spirit of confusion. We banish, oh Father Lord, anything, oh God, that will cause our minds to wonder. As our word comes today, we ask, oh Lord Jesus, let every heart here today be expectant for a word from you, Lord Jesus, that you will speak over every situation in our lives. Lord, you will send a word for every mountain that faces your people. In the mighty name of Jesus, as your word comes forth today, let there be healing. As your word comes forth today, let there be deliverance. Father Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, as your word comes for today. Let it destroy everything that is not of you in our lives, oh Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, you've been teaching us about our hearts. We ask, so Lord, as your word comes forth, let your word sanctify us through and through. Let your word cleanse us. Let your word build us up, oh Father, Lord. Let your word instruct us, oh Father, Lord. Let your word correct us, oh Lord, our Father. In the name of Jesus, and we decree today that every ear that hears your word will hear, will listen what the Spirit is saying to the church this time in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we bless your name, O God. We praise and we glorify your name. In Jesus' name we pray. The Lord is one. This morning I was thinking of a, I was reading the scripture and the scripture that came to mind, the scripture that I was reading was Psalms chapter 19 verse, Psalms 119 verse 130, in line with what was just read. It says in Psalms 119 verse 130, The unfolding of your word gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. We're going to raise our voice up and we're going to say to the Lord, we're going to raise up our voice and we're going to ask the Lord, Lord of Lords, as your word is unfolded today, Lord God, Father, grant me understanding. Grant me wisdom. Grant me knowledge, Lord Jesus. Begin to ask the Lord, Lord of Lords, unravel your word in my life tonight, Lord Jesus. Unravel your word in my life this morning, Lord God. Let your word, Lord God, give me wisdom. Let your word give me understanding, Lord God. For, Lord, we did not come here today into your presence, Lord God, without expectant hearts, Lord Jesus. Father, Lord of Lords, we came here today knowing, Lord Jesus, that you will meet us at our need, Lord 
Lord God. We came here today knowing, Lord God, that you would, Lord, take us, Lord God, from the understanding, from the low understanding that we have, Lord God, to the understanding that you have about ourselves, Lord God. You said, come up here, let us rub shoulders together, Lord Jesus. Prince of Peace, El Shaddai, Father, as the Spirit of the Lord is resting upon your apostle, Lord God, and as he, as he speaks forth your word, Father, open up my heart, Lord God. Open up my mind, Lord God. Open up my ears, Lord God. Father, that which you have said, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no mind can conceive. Father, help me to see, Lord God. Father, let your light shine into my life. Help me to see, Lord God. Help me to hear, Lord God, your word. Help me to understand what you're trying to say, Lord God. Let your word be deposited into my heart, Lord God. Father, make my heart into good soil, Lord Jesus, so that your word may germinate, Lord God. So that your word may change me, Lord God. I will not be like the one who sees himself in the mirror and immediately forgets, Lord God. But Lord of Lords, I will be a doer of your word. I will be the one, Lord God, who sees, who hears, Lord God, and takes it on board, Lord God, and implements that which has been said, Lord God. We thank you and we glorify your name, Lord Let Jesus. your word, O Lord, that comes with light resonate in my life, O Lord Jesus, and chase away every darkness in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you for revelation that comes from your word. In the mighty name of Jesus, we have prayed. Good morning. If we could open today's service, starting with our psalm from the book of Psalm 24, with an uplifted heart and a heart of conviction. Let's speak together. The earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the seas, and established it upon the waters. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his heart to what is false, nor swear deceitfully. He shall receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek you, who seek your face, O God of Jacob. Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. Amen. We'll take our next Bible reading from the book of Psalm 145. I will exalt you, my God the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. And I will meditate on your wonderful works. They will tell of the power of your awesome works. And I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. 
All you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might, so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving toward all he has made. The Lord upholds all those who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you. You give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving toward all he has made. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. Amen.
with the praise and honor and glory. The God that lives forever and ever. The one without time. Eternal Father. Thank you. For grace. Thank you for promises. Thank you for what you have done in this house this week. Every day. Every day from last month, last Sunday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And thank you for what you are doing now. In Jesus' name, we are worshiped. Don't the song beside you and welcome them in the name of the Lord. What a glorious day today is. For me, it's same as if 2023 is over. But we still have a few days. We have a few more days to go. But you see, while we were worshipping a few hours ago in New Cross, I went into a vision. Of what is, you know, prepared for us for next year. Though, I had quite a time to have my sleep today. Because as I've taught you, I do, that um, it is only those who seek God that find Him. And it is when you turn your heart to gain understanding that it is given. And you know, and I've told you in this house, every Christian should be looking forward to what next year will be. Not in your carnal mind. For the past six days, I've been teaching you about your greatest treasure is your heart. And opened up a lot about the heart of man. Every one of you who have been coming to the seminar, Jesus seminar, I'm sure that we can remind ourselves a few things. Were you really blessed at all? Come and wave your hands and say, yeah. Do you know why God is speaking about human heart to you? Because there is already from heaven, from God's presence, an unction prepared for 2024, which will be released to the earth for the saints. And it is necessary for your heart to be in the right condition for you to get it. Let me give you some assurance. 
I can hear heaven saying, The Egyptian you see today, you shall see no more. It does not matter what has happened to you in 2023. Let me tell you, you will never see such again. Everything that the devil has power and been given the opportunity to do, he had done, but he had failed. Something new is happening upon the face of the earth. People who are saying, where is your God? They will know that your God is your God. It's not by you talking to them. The days of talk is over. It is the days of manifestation of God's power. That is where you are entering into. And it is very right for you to understand the content of heart. I told you during the week, if you look at the devil, John 10.10, Jesus says the thief has come to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But the son has come that you might have life and have it abundantly. Yes. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5.17, it says that if a man be in Christ Jesus, he is a new creature or creation. All things are passed away and all things have become new. Yes. And in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 6, if you look at verse 5, I think it has been the trigger of all this lecture. Shall we read it together, please? Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. Why is God saying all this? It is because we found out in the scripture there are three entities that is after human heart. The first entity is the God who created it. He wants your heart. That's why he gave you one. Not the heart with which you pump your blood. I would not have to explain it about that. If you were not in this meeting during this week, we had Jesus' seminar. We look at heart. We probe into the word of the issue of heart. You can go back and watch the messages. But I want to tell you this, that Satan, from our understanding of the scripture, from beginning... There are three dimensions by which the devil attacks human hearts. And we all saw it when the devil went to Eve in Genesis 3. Your eyes and your ears and then the pride of life. Loss of the eyes pleasures of this world passion and all those nonsense of the devil snares of the devil and then pride of life pride and we proved very much this week we looked at people that satan wrecked the first one was eve haven't eve been created by god and in god's image not only in his image, but in his likeness. There's a difference between image and likeness. Image is the mirror reflection of an object. That is what you are seeing behind the mirror, is what, you are, what is standing before the mirror. So when you see God, God has nose, he has eyes, he has hands. And the, the Bible mentions all that with God. The hand of the Lord is upon me, and the eyes of the Lord is all over the world, isn't it? So if he doesn't have eyes, the Bible will not refer to that. So, he has... He has all the appearance of what we are. But then, 
Likeness is different from image. Likeness is the ability to function like. That's the likeness. So there's a potential in man which is not in animals. And that potential is the ability of God in man, the God in man, to function like God. But we recognize in the book of Genesis 3, Satan came after those things. And the devil used just three things. He said the woman saw that it was good for the eyes. It is a good pleasure. And of course, you will become like God. Pride. And so we looked into some other people that Satan had destroyed. A young man at the age of 16 was made a king in Second Chronicles chapter 26 called Uzzah. And we saw that verse 5 says, This young man, as long as he, he um, sought God, God gave him success. But we recognize that he sought during the days of his spiritual father. God gave him a spiritual father that can see, that can hear, that can understand. And that's what you have in this house. And as long as he sought the God, you know, God gave him what? Success. And we saw further that in that chapter, in verse 19, within this verse of verse 19, he did so many great things. He really forged instruments. He built a great armory. He, he, become, he became a forger of weapons of war. He had so much knowledge from God that, you know, his, his fame spread all over the whole place. But then the Bible says, but after Uzziah, the 16, became powerful, his pride led to his downfall. He was unfaithful to the Lord, his God, and entered the temple of the Lord to burn his strength. Now, if you look at this scripture, it tells us that pride destroyed a great opportunity. That is the, 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 the destiny of that guy as 16 year old was a ruler. But God blessed him so much because he was humble. He was humble to obey the instruction of his spiritual oversight. And the spiritual oversight also too is a man who is instructed in God. I can't follow a spiritual man who cannot see. I'm going to blow your mind up today. You know, there are some things that God spoke to me about next year. For you. <laughs> that God showed me for you next year. Now listen to me. This, the devil destroyed this man by pride. And I told every one of you, you must not forget. Anything that God makes you, you are not different from those below you. You may be the boss who employ other people. You are not better than them. You must see the position you are as a privilege. In this church, you remember I told you, Apostle Williams does not treat any member of this church as if you are a less human being. Really, I always told you that the maximum you see God do through me is the minimum He can do with you. Is that not so? The way up is the way down. If you want God to exalt you, it is by your humility. Humility is not a theory. It is a function of attitude. Pride is a function of attitude in the heart of man. When a man, because of, because of 
you know, by virtue of a position or an opportunity, begins to see himself or herself different from others or higher than others and begins to treat them like servants, the contract of slave and servants, and begin to disrespect their human or humanity or personality. You know, somebody who cleans in the office contributes to the turnover of the company at the end of the year. A manager or a director who refuses to recognize that, he's not supposed to be in office. He's not supposed. Because I, mean, I remember when I teach you that I spoke to you about Jesus' leadership style. Servant leadership and transformational leadership. In the, in the year, I'll be teaching you a lot about, about that. You see, believers who do not have understanding of these things, you cap the height you can go. When you get to a particular height, go and just seal it. You will walk like elephant, you won't go beyond. If you don't, come down like Zion. Pride is the messenger that goes ahead of a man before his fall. And if a man is led by pride, he makes the way and leads you to the way where you will fall. Fasting and prayer anointing cannot stop it. Pride should never be mentioned in Christ's faith tabernacle. Correct? And I gave you the example that as Jesus lives, so Alfred will live. And if Alfred follows Jesus, you have no option but to do so. Because your destiny is interlocked with obedience to what God says through me. You need to know that. As long as Uzziah was under Zechariah, who taught him the way of the Lord, and as long as he sought God, he prospered. So which means that a person may be in this church, and I prophesy over you that God will make way for you this week. Blessing will come. I hear from God. I speak prosperity and stuff like that. And he bypassed that person because in him is pride. He can't rest upon him. But it rests upon all that because in their heart is humility. Humility escorts you to the way of divine revelation with God. Am I talking to you? Your, the content of your life will change for God in this new year. The world is asking where is your God. They will see you and know that there is God. So we went through all this. <clears throat> and God hates it. God resists the proud. We went through loss. And I told you how Satan has invaded the church of God globally with loss. And that how, God also, how Satan also has employed some Christians who go to churches and dress half naked. They are messengers of Satan in the last days. To manipulate the mind of the weak ones so that they may lose in their heart. And Jesus says, if you lost in your heart, you have committed adultery or fornication. And so Satan has his own messenger that he has sent all over the churches, putting on skirts that will show their laughs and their breasts out, their bumps out, and all stuff like that. Everyone who, you know, as a man thinker in his heart, so is he. So your behavior came by virtue of your thoughts. And so you have these people used by the devil and they want to gain ground in the church. And boys plaiting their hair, 
behaving like some good priests or bad priests and, you know, some, some parents too, you know, helping them to follow the path of the devil. And when the devil now is matured in them, they are looking for prayer all over the place, carrying their picture and all stuff like that. Those things are traps of Satan which a Christian should not fall into. A Christian should not fall into. These are the three things the devil. Eyes, the pleasures, and of compromise. Come on, let me help you now. Why is God saying this to you? There is better promise for you. Which you and I should concentrate on. I love to hear and I love to read this. Revelation chapter 4 verse 1. Come on now. We're going to read it together. Shall we? After this... Excuse me. Before who is the door open? I said before who is the door open? Before who is the door open? Who is the one that will look and see? Listen to the word of the living God. At 12, Jesus went to the temple and confused professors of theology. The knowledge and intelligence God can put in a kid if that kid works in the fear of God. So it's not about adults only, but about young ones. I told you when I was very young, and I was studying Lance of being in Nigeria, Jesus appeared to me in the, in, in the dormitory after three o'clock, 12 midnight prayer and showed me exam paper. And he solved it. I said, do you understand? I said, yes, everything went to my head. I got 104% in mathematics. And also in photogrammetry. My lecturer said, I go over 100 in photogrammetry. My lecturer said, that 400, he, he left it for my level 5. That if I don't call up to, they will add that plus to my level 5. But what happened? Jesus came to his friend and revealed question paper to me. Has Jesus done Ujuru? No. He's only done what he would do to his friend. Those who follow Satan, Satan also give them things. Those who follow Jesus, Jesus also give them knowledge. That is how he went to another friend of ours called Solomon. And say, when he said, I'm a young man, I cannot, I cannot rule these people. And God said that, okay, you cannot, but you have the God who can. And God passed before him and he woke up the next day with the greatest wisdom any man can ever talk about. The greatest knowledge that no human being can fathom till today. Scientists are still investigating and researching him. They cannot understand it. And he spoke about things that are so, so complex for human mind to understand. That's the God you serve. He only needs your heart. And so we discover that every man that fell, every man that was miserable who are God's children, it is because Satan went after their hearts. So that they will not fully serve God with their full heart. And so all the things in the world that Satan shows people, and you run after that, is all deviation that Satan established in a tactical way so that you cannot give the whole of your heart to God. And if you cannot give the whole of your heart to God, you will only have ambition. You will never fulfill ambition. Ambition is different from vision. A man should be driven by vision, not by ambition. A man who changes ambition changes shadow. But a man who operates daily 
after vision is a man that has fulfillment in the future. In his future days he will laugh. Because he follows vision. And vision comes from God. Ambition comes from the devil, which is manipulation of your flesh. That is why if you follow ambition, you will be aiming higher than the capacity God gave you, and you crash, and then you say that God didn't hear me. How can God hear you when you did not give your heart to God? Whoever gets your heart, remember, controls your life. And so, in that Deuteronomy, we concluded, 6 from verse 1, it says from verse 1, it says, Nuggets, these are the commands, decrees, and laws the Lord your God directs me to teach you. And what did he say? To observe in the land that you are crossing the Jordan to possess. That is like on the earth we are. Verse 2 says, so that you... You, your children, and their children after them may fear the Lord, your God, as long as you live by keeping all his decrees and commands that I give you, and so that you may what? Enjoy long life. You want to enjoy long life? Give your heart to the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, <laughs> hallelujah. You want to be happy every day. It's only in Jesus you can find it. Amen, amen. I remember, you know, when I went to Nigeria and they were talking about arm robbers and all stuff like that. I just laugh. If you should gone in the night, I sleep at your gun. Because those who are guarding my house don't need guns. They can melt your gun. They can cause your gun to vanish from your hand. They can allow you to shoot your bullets and it will come back to you. So the bullet will go out and they will return. And I'm, I'm sure that you who shoot the bullets, you will flee. They have power to do anything. It is written, the angel of the Lord encamp round. You have to fear God for them to Anchor around you. That is your heart. And God promised generational blessing for those who fear Him. And then He went further to say, They will enjoy a long life. Then the next verse says, Shall we read this together? Hear, O Christ, faith tabernacle, and be careful to obey. Uh huh. You remember when I dismissed you all the time? It began, I think, this year, last year. And I read to you the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. Open the book of remembrance concerning you. And I said, the God of Abraham, the God of Jacob, who appeared to him. Jacob at Bethel, reveal himself to you. I pray this prayer over you every day, every day, every day. Next year, which is your date time, it will be manifest over you. You will see the revelation of heaven. Everybody who have a house, have the right to go and see the house when they are building it. 
Your house in heaven is your right to see it. <clears throat> it is your right to see it. It is a honor from God. To see the angels that will be your colleagues in heaven. To see all the beasts in heaven. That is the purpose of Christianity. You are born of God so that you may see and hear and understand. That is your capacity. But Satan has doubled it with the mind and the heart of people. And that is what hinders a lot from sin. But I love the scriptures. Hear, O Christ, with tabernacle. And be careful to obey so that it may go well with you. You are seeing that happening already over the years in this house. I can't hear you say amen. He says that you may increase greatly in the land flowing with what? Milk and honey. When they said that there is a, you know, recession in England, we said that there is abundance in England. Hallelujah. And someone says that nobody makes it in Nigeria. We said that many millions are making it. It depends on who directs you. If you are under him, he will direct you to the place of abundance. There is always an abundance in Samaria in the days of famine. And we've seen that happening in this house. You know what the Lord promised us in the month of June concerning 2024? Two things. God said, He will rain down power beyond human comprehension and wealth that the nations cannot handle. And you are the one who God promised. But you see the condition is this. Careful to obey so that things will go well with you. And increase in the land with, with, flow, with, with milk and flowing with milk and honey, just as the Lord, the God of your fathers, have promised. And then it says, Here, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. When God says that, God is swearing by his own name. There is no one beside me. I am the Lord, he says. I am God, he says. And when God says that, he wants you to consider what God is. Hallelujah. We'll get to that in a minute. And when God says that, that look, this is me. The next thing he said is your obligation. For me, God, I don't have issues. But I am God. Recognize that I am God. Everything you can imagine about God, that's me. You've seen it in the scriptures. He does not need water to make water. He commands water from the atmosphere. And he left you people, sons of men, to investigate what it is. You call it condensation. And you call it, you say sometimes... Some people, when they have advanced beyond advancement, they said, well, the water evaporates from the sea, isn't it? And then it goes to this cloud, and then this uh, moisture-laden air carries it, isn't it? From Africa, because God sent him to China from Africa. And when the moisture-laden air carries this cloud of water that has been evaporated, it will pass every continent of Africa because he did not receive instruction to fall there. By God, he will pass Europe until he gets to China, the very spot that God commanded him. He falls down as rain. 
He falls down with snow. Whichever one God tells him to do, that's what he does. Some of you have been seeing Iceland, don't you? You know, I was telling them in New Cross now, come on, let me tell you a little bit about Iceland. Do you know that I, you know, do we have anybody here who did geodesy or geophysics? If you, if you did, just carry on with me. We know in the study of the ephemeris and the study of the whole earth and universe that the world is spherical. It's a spheroid, not a circle. It is a circle that is compressed on both, on both two sides, which you call the northern south pole. But in the core of the earth, in the center, you have it like this, in the center of the earth, is fire. A person does not believe in hell. She'll only read what the Bible says hell is. And go and check volcanoes. I'm not saying spiritual now, just by science mind. You will recognize that when I talk about that by next week, of course. Hell, because I promise you I will talk about hell before December ends. The Bible tells us hell is, hell is under the ground. That's what the Bible says. And when the, when the strata of the world, that is after this circle, you have all the strata, and they begin to move, and the, the plates are crushing among themselves by the command of God, and God says, hell, give some fire out, you will see a brick that will come from the middle, and the fire will begin to come out. No wall power can stop it. They can only monitor it. They can't stop it. All the ammunition, they will take and run from the place. That's what you saw in Iceland. I'm talking about who God is for you. Until that fire comes out, and strange enough, I'm going to show you next Sunday. That fire, I filmed it myself. When they were coming out, when they were coming out, some fire was shooting to the sky. I, excuse me. And then something called magma began to come out of them. Let me say this to you. Let me say this to you. When you are a human being, you have five senses, isn't it? That's what they said, and that's what we are. That's what we discovered. But when you are a spirit being, you have more than five senses. All your five senses become perfect as a spirit. And then other senses that you have, which your body did not allow you to function in, in the spiritual, we become a glow. Now, take a physical man, throw him into that lake in Iceland. Can you imagine how, how terrible the pain is? How terrible the pain is? Now, take a spirit of a man and put him there. Then you become more light. Excuse me. Pain will become real pain. The pain of fire in the flesh is minor pain. Though it may burn the flesh to ashes, it's minor pain. But when spirits burn, they burn really burn. And they burn. It's so terrible. Because in spirit, you will recognize that you can never die. You will wish that it's just a few months to, to live. Maybe God will have mercy. But mercy has been cut off by God. And spirit that go into the lake of fire, we burn forever and ever and ever and ever in pain. The spiritual body will burn to ashes. And it will, it will mess off you. And it will come back again. Then he will begin another cycle of burning. Until he's burned by ashes, he will come back again. The molten lava in hell is so terrible. They stick to the body of man and burn man to the bone marrows. And yet man will never die. If a man misses Jesus or not, your heart. I'm telling you. 
your heart. That's the reason why God told you your greatest treasure that He gave you is not your body. So you cannot mutilate the body. It's not your body. Your greatest treasure is your heart. Your body does not belong to you if you're a Christian. It belongs to God. And so you cannot offer your body to the devil or to lust or to the world and expect grace to happen. Abound. No. No, 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 no. Nobody goes to university and then commit his heart to pleasure and come out with any results. On the day of graduation, they will find out that his name does not exist in the books. Some have played away their university time and come out with results that are detestable, results that cannot earn anything. What's the value of going to university when your result cannot earn you something? So is this world. It didn't earn them something because they didn't give the whole of their heart to the studies. While others are burning the nights, they are doing whatever they like. Because Satan he has employed them and engaged them in the employment of, of uh, waste. Department of waste. Excuse me, somebody. So, but when you give your heart on earth to any other thing than God, come on, let me tell you. It's not going to good, be good when you sleep <clears throat> and then wake up again. That will not happen to you. Amen. I say it will not happen to you. Amen. Everybody under my voice, whether you like it or not, you will do the will of God. Amen. The will of God will prevail over your life. Amen. Satan will fail completely as you enter the new year. It is the year of manifestation of God's power on the earth. No more lay back. When it comes to God, there are many great things God wants to reveal to you. He wants to show the children. He wants to use the children. He wants to use the adults. He wants to use the ages. Therefore, hear, O Israel, the Lord is, is God. He is the Lord. He is one. And then he said, love the Lord your God with all your heart. Not love your business. Not love your work. Not love your ambition. Ambition kills. Work with vision, not ambition. Vision, not ambition. Vision is what you can realize or visualize. Ambition is what you can imagine. It's the vain imagination. God help me today. I'll take you a little bit into search. Those of you who have studied a bit about cognitive reasoning, when we're doing the lectures for the, for the prophetic voice leaders in, in Birmingham, I, I taught you about cognitive reasoning. And it's in the Bible. I mean the balance, the right one, not the rubbish that they are talking, who don't have knowledge, and they claim to have knowledge. Having acquired their own knowledge, we brought it under the scripture and discovered they are fake. Their own fake side. And the knowledge of cognitivism that is real, I showed you in the Bible, is in the scriptures. Let me say something to you. It takes a man who Holy Spirit dwell in him to be cognitive in his reasoning. Lack of the Spirit is not cognitive, it's Satan. Satan will, will brainwash you. And you believe it? <laughs> Hallelujah. Love God with all your heart as you enter the new year. Don't give him excuse any longer. With your soul, don't give your soul love to anybody. Let your soul love be to God only. I don't love my wife with my soul because it belongs to God. And she mustn't love me with her soul because it belongs to God. 
If you don't love God well, you cannot love man at all. The reason why you can love your wife or your husband is because you truly love God. The degree of your love for God determines how much you can love man. Some people force themselves to love their partners. I don't force myself. It is normal for me to love humanity. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Did you hear me well? If you are a man in this church, I mustn't hear that I didn't love your wife. Hallelujah. It can't happen to you. Who will you look like? Your life, your wife should not be managing you. I'm praying for redemption that one day, oh God, I will be free from this clutch. The Bible says, for better, for worse. The worse, uh, God help me. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> you love God, you love your wife, man. You love God, you love your husband. You love God, you love your children. And so if you love God, you love the church. You cannot love the church if you don't love God. You can't love your neighbors if you don't love God. You can't love humanity if you don't love God. Because when you love God, you will see everybody in the spectacle of God. You know, I will say something to you in this house. That the testimony of this house is not complete until your testimony is added. Am I saying something to you? I bend my knees every day to pray for you. That heaven will happen to you. Not what people say, but what God say. I battle with the enemy concerning your life on a daily basis, even more than two times or three times in a day. Anytime prayer comes to my mouth, I pray for you. Now, therefore, if anybody is stirred up by Satan to wish you evil, he come under my fire line. The moment I began by the Holy Spirit and said, Father, every party that is trying to shipwreck or come against the, your assignment for the life of my members, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. What about if it is a member that is attacking another member? He comes under fire. He becomes a casualty. Am I talking to you? <laughs> so for that not to happen to you is what I'm telling you. Because that won't happen to you if you truly love God with your heart. When people are blessed, you rejoice. At least if one of you is the prime minister, I can be saying that a member of my church is the prime minister. I wouldn't want to be the prime minister because somebody is already there. I will look for what I should be, so that I should be what I should be. And he to prime minister, I say, okay, a member of my church is this. Is the love of God. The love for God. Let me advise you. You have run your life, some of you, this year by coming to when you like and you stay at home when you don't like. Borrow me your life for one year. Borrow me your life. Let me take you to the path that makes life easy. Without headache. Without toothache. A path that is easy. When someone will be jealous of you, he will do anything to make sure you are happy. His name is Jesus. There is a path we can walk together. Along with him on the road. That he will be speaking to you like those two disciples on the road of Emmaus. 
And you can know things that others do not know. That is his promise to you. So, what is the Father's heart then? The Father's heart one is for you to love him with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. Look at the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9. The Father's heart. What? Father's heart. It says, however, as it is written, shall we read together? However, as it is written, Those of you at the back there, can you read with me, please? However, How many of you love Jesus? Raise your hand here. Come on, let me tell you something. There is something God will not reveal to any prophet about you, but He's reserving it to reveal to you. This is the scriptures. You know, in CFT, we look at the scripture as it is written. There is something that no ear can hear from God about your life because God has prepared it for you, He has prepared it for you. Now, I love the word, the last one, conceive. Conceive. The word conceive connotes imagination. Because concepts have its origin from complex imagination of human mind. Can I submit to you? So, in God has some information that he wants to speak to you. It doesn't matter what your age is. I've told you when I was young at nine, I had God clear. I saw vision clear at the age of nine. There are things that God has preserved that he may speak to your ears. That he may show you. And also... You and I can suddenly begin to use our mind and then we just enter into the mind of God and begin to see things in the mind of God. Look, let me give you a simple example. There are sometimes you meet people. And when you are talking, they are talking, you will begin to have understanding about really what they are thinking. Yes? And then they will say it. He said, yes, that's what I was thinking. What happened? God only allowed your mind to wander into his heart and you just saw. What about word of knowledge? When God gives us word of knowledge, word of knowledge is for every Christian born again. All of you who are born again can operate in word of knowledge. You do really. Every Christian have a degree of discernment in the gifts of discernment. Every Christian have a dose of wisdom, the gift of wisdom. And every Christian have a dose of the gift of word of knowledge. Okay? They come by the Holy Spirit. Once you accept Jesus, they come. But you and I can increase in those grace when our heart is totally committed. So, if anybody comes to me to say that, Apostle, you know, I'm confused. I will tell him that you don't love God. Because why should you be confused when you can go to your God who lives in you and ask from him and he will answer you. So, every born again have the capacity 
no eyes to see what no eyes have seen, not to be having nightmares, to hear what no ears have had, and to conceive what no mind has conceived. But God has prepared it for you who love him. Remember Deuteronomy 6.5 Thou shalt love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. So, to enter into what you can see is loving God. To enter into what you can hear, which others don't hear, is loving God. Do you know something? You know, Satan is just doing what we expect him to do. What will Satan do? To try to attack you with various things so that you cannot concentrate. Excuse me. As you are listening to me, whatever has happened in your life, it has already happened. Why are you thinking about it? If it's not good, why are you thinking about it? Jesus says, how many of you, by thinking, can add one grain of hair to your head? If your thinking cannot manufacture hair in your head, why are you thinking about it? If there be anything a Christian should think about, did Philippians not say? Anything that is good, lovely, of good report. Nobody must stand in this house and say, I'm confused. It will never happen to you again. We have a God who knows all things. Who reveals to those who love him. It's not a joke. It's the truth. You came to this house today because you love God. That's why you came here. If you are thinking of a complex love, you don't find that from me. I'm talking about the original love you have by coming to the Lord. That's what I'm talking about. We understand about giving the whole of your heart. But you see, God is so interested. If you love him at all, anyone who calls me Lord, Lord, you know, that's the person he will reveal himself to. So you have a right to know. You have a right to see. And you have a right to imagine. And I think... You can agree with me. A mind that will imagine God must overcome vain imagination. Come on now. If you can imagine God, you must be somebody who has overcome vain imagination. You must be somebody who has come to the recognition that any thought that comes to your mind, you take captive by the word of God. Alright? It means that you must know the word of God. Am I talking to you? It means that you must read the word of God. Am I saying something? No wonder we give you scriptures to read every day. I look at the, the WhatsApp group of all CFT Global. And they begin to send information among themselves on the scripture of the day. Every branch. And I, I mean their main stuff. I look at them. Some of them. And you see what scripture of the day. I've told you this church makes Bible simple. Only two chapters in the morning and two chapters in the evening. I don't say you should read so many chapters. Repeat the same chapter. If you read volumes of chapter and you don't remember, it's better for you to read one chapter and read it again and again and again until you remember it. It's not saying that I've read the Bible through. You may not read it through all your life. But the one you read, what did you do? But if you follow the, 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 the discipline in this house, which gives you four scriptures a day, Chapters a day, four chapters a day. You will read the Bible through twice in a year. That is how I designed that plan. There are some Christians, they don't read the Bible through because they just come to church. What the pastor say? I've seen someone before, he said, ah, 
past their bishop committed adultery and then said Holy Ghost said he should divorce his wife. Yes. And then Holy Ghost now said the following week that the head of choir is now his wife. The the adults there, the old people there said, Ah, no, Holy Ghost can't say this kind of thing. And they said, Pastor, we are leaving. The youth said, Ah, is it not what is it not from Bishop we hear what God says? You will not be that kind of Christian. Yeah. Call your bishop to account. You are a brilliant Christian. If your bishop says something contrary to what is written, pastor says something what is contrary to something, you go and question pastor that. Ah, sir, if your pastor makes every effort to lead you to heaven, you must not see him heading to hell and you keep quiet. Pope does not mean unquestionable. The only one unquestionable is God. If what he has said is not in the scripture, ask him. Even God himself said, you works of my hand, command ye me. Can you imagine? The, the you said that it is the bishop we listen to to hear what God is saying. You will not be that kind of... You, even really, I'm not, say, I'm not going to say that. You are not that kind of... <laughs> it's not prayer. Yeah, you are not that kind of people. As I watch over your soul, you watch over my soul. As I call you to order of the word, you call me to order of the word. It is father-son relationship. Have you seen sons that cannot talk to the father or daughters cannot talk to the father? When they want to talk to the father, they'll be sending an outsider. It's not so in this house, my friend. No be so. Good. So, you can see, you can hear, and you can conceive. Now let me say this to you. That is the reason for salvation. If you look at God's heart we are talking about. In the book of Romans chapter 8, God says something. In verse 29. The heart of God is for you to hear, is for you to see, and is for you to know. Look at what it says. Shall we read it together? For those God foreknew, he is also predestined. I don't like the way you read here. I will go back to New Cross. Now, read the word of the living God with boldness, shall we? For those God for him. Uh-huh. Who is the Bible talking about? Come on, say it loud. Say it loud. When did he say so? And now. Are you not privileged that God foreknew you? He knows your name. Really your real name. When the Lord took me to heaven sometime to show me my work, you know, I told you yesterday, that day I, just, I didn't pray. I said, Lord, I wish I, you sent a cherub to me. I asked the Lord that, what, how much of my work have I done? How much remaining for me to do? And I was, I was very, very selfish. When I was asking God at that time, I'm fed up. I was fed up of what is happening in the Pentecostal movement around the globe, and I wanted to die. Some of you are my weaknesses. So I was asking God to show me my work so that I can quickly do it and just leave. Because the Pentecostal church I grew in is not what it is now. Uh uh-uh. Really, the global church I grew in is not what. Are you not aware that the Pope said now? That they should bless gay. The same Pope, which is man, who said homosexuality is a sin. Hmm? That's the church we are living now. 
Am I talking to you? So, you know what is going to face you guys? I've told you and I've warned you. That when the power of God begins to move, the first people that will attack the power is the church. Like the Jews were the ones who attacked the apostles. Now, when Church of England already are ordaining gay bishops, and the Pope, the most excellent Pope, yes, it should be the symbol for all Christians, it should be the head for all of us. So now, when he now said they should be wedding, in a short time, when your law will change in your countries, you watch it out. If the law tarries, that's what's going to happen. Because you say that you are a Christian, they will say, well, under canonization, the Pope is the head. And they will say, well, if the, the head of the church says that we can bless gay, what a wicked man are you? You don't know Jesus, they will be telling you. They say, a whole Pope? Then you become what? So, if, it's not, if, if Jesus didn't come in my generation, your generation, I pray for you. That's the reason why I will tell you the truth. So that you'll be bold to say the truth. The time will come that we have to give our head to be slaughtered because we are standing by the truth. And we will stand by the truth. It doesn't matter who says it. The truth regards no title of any man. Homosexuality is a sin. 1 Corinthians 6, 9 says, Those who practice, they will not inherit the kingdom of God. And that's what will remain. Even if the law says not against it, we still insist. That's what the word says. The law that says contrary is no law. So where are we going now? And this is the reason why you must know this now, that God is seeking to reveal himself. So that he will use you as a vessel in the new years to come. God will use you. Even if you didn't say amen, he will use you. He will use you. You know, when I see all these things, I laugh at the devil. He thinks he can corner Christians. <laughs> he thinks he can corner us. He, he tried to corner us with the Equality Act. He failed. Because there is a lacuna in Equality Act. Uh, and the God had raised the European Union ahead of the Equality Act. And so Britain didn't want it. They brexited. But they are going to brex in back. Yeah, he's brexiting in. Yeah, we are going to break in. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And God will deal with us until we break in. We haven't seen chaos yet. We are going to break in. So, brethren, can I say this to you? The heart of God for you is to inherit everything that God has. Let me give you two more scriptures while I'm heading towards finishing. If you look at the book of Romans, that Romans God foreknew, he also has confirmed that we'll be like Jesus Christ. What is Jesus Christ? Look at the book of John chapter 5 verse 19. Jesus said, Jesus gave them this answer. I tell you the truth, the son can do nothing by himself. That is John 5, 19 to 20. He can only do what he sees the father doing. So you can see what the father is doing about your life. You can access God's agenda. And you will. I say you will. He says, what, because whatever the Father does, the Son does also. That's the reason why Jesus never failed. For the Father loves the Son 
and shows him all he does. Does the Father love you? Yes. Come on now, does the Father love you? Yes. The Bible tells you so. For, the, for God so loved the world. <laughs> the Father loves you. If you have not been very uh, faithful to him, you know, that's why I'm telling you now. So that we will not enter 2024 with unfaithfulness. Somebody say amen. amen. Every baggage that devil gave us, he will collect them before 31st of amen. December 2023. We will enter the new year with no luggage of Satan. Amen. We will be light to fly with the eagles amen. and to operate in the mind of Christ. That's all about him. That's all about him. <clears throat> okay, so in closing, there are things that you need to do for yourself. Haven't known that God has all these plans for you? Number one, guard your heart. Protect information that you allow to gestate in your imagination. Guard your heart. Proverbs 4, 23 to 25, uh, 23 to 27. There are nine things there that God spoke. We read it in the week, and I read it again. Above all else, guard your heart. It is the wellspring of life. Put away perversity from your mouth. Keep corrupt talks far from your lips. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Be focused. Fix gaze. Fix your gaze directly before you. Make level path for your feet and take only the ways that are firm. Do not swerve to the right or to the left. You must do that. Number two. The word of God is the solution. The word of God. You know, Jesus overcame Satan by quoting the word of God. And he quoted it rightly and applied it rightly. Eve fell because Eve was discussing with the devil. Arguments. You can't, you can't win the devil on the terrain of discussion. The guy is anointed. He is anointed. <laughs> Amen. It's only the word of God that captures Satan. The word of God. Look at Psalm 119, verse 9 to 11. It says, How can a young man keep his way pure? By living according to your word. How can a young woman keep her way pure? And not be full of regret in her older age? By living according to the word of God. Then in verse 10 it says, I seek you with all my heart. Did you see that? Do not let me stray from, the, from your command. Now, verse 11, I have hidden your word in my heart that I may not sin against you. Children Sunday school, make sure my children learn this. Because this is one of the scriptures they gave us when I was growing as a child. At the age of three, four, you will memorize it. I have hidden your word in my heart that I may not sin against you. And helped us. Therefore, we are looking at the things you and I need to do so that we can control our heart and avoid the pitfall of the devil. Number one, living according to his word, seeking God with all your heart and obeying God's command. Now, can you write this down? Your thoughts and your imagination are different. And they are very much, very much, um, you know, instrumental to decision you make. And I'll help you know the root of decision. The word thought of a man is classified as opinion produced by thinking. 
That is the thought. It's an opinion produced by thinking. But then it's different from your imagination. Imagination is an action of forming new ideas. Opinion, you think. You think, thoughts go through you, and that thought will produce opinion in your heart. But imagination will arise as a new idea, which is an action that is produced from your thoughts. Therefore, your imagination and thoughts have their root in your heart. We looked at a lot of references to that during the week. So now, write these three powerful things down. Your mind determines what you think and what you do. Your soul should determine who and what you love. Your mind determines your thinking and your doors, what you think, what you do. But your soul also determines who you should love. It is your soul that talks about love. Then your heart controls your thoughts. You must remember this. In the new year, I'll be giving you a lot of lectures on this and give you more scriptures on these ones. Therefore, meditate on the Word of God daily as you go into the last few weeks and then into the new year. When you read the scriptures that we give you daily, make sure you have a rhema, a verse that strikes you and meditate on it or a theme that comes to you from what you have read. You understand? And Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 tells you, Do not let the book of the Lord depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will make your way prosperous and you have good success. So, you know, if a Christian is not successful, it's not Satan and it's not the witch of your house. It is what you meditate upon that will determine whether you are a failure or you are a success. Can I say some of you always say that I can't cram. You don't need to cram. You only need to meditate. Meditate is not cramming. In the new year, I will talk about meditation. So that we can look at that. Really, I talk about transcendental meditation as well. You know, go into some few occultic stuff and let you understand, you know, what the occults do with uh, this, this aspect of life. But it's given to Christians. The word you meditate upon is the word that can prosper you. And it is what can bring forth authority in you. It is <clears throat> product of meditation spoken by faith is what brings miracles. Very easy. Now also, you can do all things. Know that you can do all things. You have the capacity to do all things. Philippians 3.13 King James Version says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. But understand that our ability to do all things depends on the strength of Christ. Amen? Amen? So that's why if I tell you all the visions of what will happen in the hell to 2024, I have not done anything better that you can do. Excuse me, I raised the dead, God raised the dead before your eyes, some of, at least two, two of the dead, they are still among you. It doesn't make Alfred anything. 
Because it's the strength that Jesus gave that worked the miracle, not Alfred. That's the reason why if you come to me, you have a headache. If I say headache should go, if it didn't go, it's not my fault. It is the fault of the headache because I commanded him in the name of Jesus. Excuse me. And that's the reason why when you come to me, you say you have a headache. You don't see me hold your head and shake your head until you suffer injury. I may be, I may be subject to a lawsuit on... You know, damage and stuff like that. Hallelujah. And when I command your headache, it goes. And I tell you, you can command it. You will have commanded that stuff before you came to me. It will have left you. You know why I commanded? It goes. Because I just don't believe that the headache will not go when I command it. I told the headache to leave. It has to leave. You are a superior authority to the authority of headache. Am I talking to you? You spoke to a, I, I commanded the lame to walk. And he walked. The leg grew. I mean, if that leg grew, Alfred had no business with it. I only spoke. I didn't make him grow. The, the, the strength of Jesus Christ is what made him, made the world grow. But Jesus will expect your faith in his name for him to release strength through you and the miracle will happen. So what miracle happened through us, it doesn't make us special, man. It doesn't make us special. And you see miracles through many of you when we go to the new year. That is what I want to live and see. And I will live to see it. Yes, you've written that. Now you can do all things. Mark chapter 9, 23. The testimony of Jesus. If you can, say Jesus, everything is possible for those who believe. Jesus said it. So all what the devil is throwing at us is to shake our belief. You must know that you know, that you know, that you know, that Jesus is what Jesus lives. He is the Savior of the whole world. Hallelujah. <laughs> you must know that you know, that you know, that in the name of Jesus, every knee was what? Crash. And you must know that you know, that you know, as many who believe in him, God gave them what? Power to be what? Sons of God. Whether male or female. You must know this. Jesus said, everything is what? Possible, man. You can achieve whatever you want to achieve. And a child of God cannot seek to achieve an evil thing. It's impossible. Can't. Impossible and cannot. Don't go and look for it in the dictionary. <laughs> if you believe in Jesus, everything is possible. Also, just two more I give you. You can know the will of God. From you, for your life. And I've given you First Corinthians 2.9. But I give you also Romans chapter 12. Verses 1 and 2. And this is very interesting. You must not forget it. Therefore I urge you brothers. In view of God's mercy. In another words. For God's mercy that you have received to continue. In another words. The, the nugget that can nurture God's mercy. Uh, so that it does not depart. Is to offer your body. As what? Living sacrifices. Now look at your body. Look at mirror when you get to it. Look at yourself. Do you represent God the way you look? Can you see an angel appear like that? And you still say, and say I am an angel of the Lord. You say, yes. Keep on talking. Or you say, excuse me. An angel can appear like this. Then, change that appearance. It's not from God. God says that God doesn't work, God doesn't, God doesn't mind what I do to my body. It's Satan who says that. 
He said it in Isaiah 14. We looked at it from verse 12 during the week. You know? It doesn't matter how I look. Who told you that? Satan. Present that body back to the God who has it. As a living sacrifice. Holy. Holy. Look holy. As much as you can. I'm pleasing to God, not pleasing to your eyes. This is your spiritual act of worship. Why should you? If you don't do that, God's mercy cannot continue. And you cannot hear God or see or conceive if mercy is out of your, your life. You can be walking and there is no mercy on you anymore. Because you have so much presented your body to the dictate of Satan, of this world. You don't want to be like Jesus. You want to be like one man, one woman there on television who is possessed of the devil, messenger, evangelist of Satan. You want to look like that, then the, you caught the mercy of your life if you do that. And you can't, if anything happened by demons, you don't, be, don't come and be blaming God for it. But New Year, we don't want to do that. We want to present our body to the one who gave it to us. It's a spiritual act of worship. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your human mind, then you will be able to test and approve God's will. Renew your mind. What are you doing that God doesn't like? Stop it. What does it profit you? It only gives you pain and sorrow. Am I talking to somebody? As for me and for me, the Lord shall my serve. As for me and for me, the Lord shall I serve. <laughs> Hallelujah. And for me and this house, the Lord shall we serve. Hallelujah. Satan doesn't like what I'm saying, but I don't want him to like me. He will never like me, and I don't like him too. Hallelujah. Men must be free from the clutches of Satan. From the youngest to the oldest of them shall know the Lord. Come on, let me tell you. You can know the will of God. Test the will of God. Approve the will of God. Understand perfect and pleasing will. If you do what I've told you. Shall we stand up together, please? We're going to lift up our voices to God and thank God for such a wealth of, of provision that God had made for us. The heart of the Father to us. Let's lift up our voice and bless His name. Let's thank God. Let's thank God for His mercy. Thank God for His provision. I can hear your voice of thanks. Yeah. Oh. My Lord. Tell me, Lord, I love you, Lord. Yeah. Tell me, Lord, take my heart and my soul. Strengthen my spirit, man. I want to live my life for you. Only for you, oh Lord. Oh, sorry, Lord. Thank you for your love. Thank you 
time. You long that sit in the anus. Furnish in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Pains in the knees. I cast you to die in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Pain all over the body. I command you to come out in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Every demon of hell assigned against God's people. I relieve you of your duty. Cast you to hell in the name of Jesus. All the preparation that devil and his cohorts had made against you for the new year. We destroy by the blood of Jesus. We take authority. It shall not hold in the name of Jesus. By the Spirit of God, you shall be led through 2024. By the voice of heaven, you shall walk through 2024. Your mind is sanctified. Your soul is sanctified. Your heart is sanctified. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Ability to hear and discern the voice of God from the voice of the devil. Receive in the name of Jesus Christ. The voice of God you have heard before will come again to you. He will take you higher. 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 Heaven shall be opened over you in the name of Jesus. Every good thing that heaven had ordained for you, but flesh hindered you, or people hindered you, or the devil hindered you, as you transit this year, you enter into a field of no hindrance. You enter into a field of liberty. I say with ease you will ascend. With ease you will ascend. With ease you will accomplish all that heaven has ordained for your life. No weapon forged against you shall prosper. And so weapons of Satan, I release fire from God to destroy all the weapons of the enemy. God, the Holy Spirit, send your fire to our body. Send your fire to our mind. Send your fire to our soul. Destroy everything the devil has planted in every heart. The strangers shall be weary. They will run out of their hibernation. Rebellion against God. Run out of your hibernation. Hatred. Run out of your hibernation. Discord. Run out of your hibernation. Unforgiveness. Run out of your hibernation. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Every willingness that Satan sent will send it back to hell. You will arise. You will do what God has ordained for you. If there be anyone who has been held bound, you are losing the name of Jesus. I stand on the promise of the Father, which says, With the Son set you free, you are free indeed. I decree and declare, everyone that has been hindered by Satan, losing the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. It is written, The Lord Almighty has sworn, Surely as I punish, I be. As I purpose, it will stand. The plans of God for your life shall be. The purpose of God for your life shall stand. Father, we exalt you. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Look at someone say, it is well with you. Your new year will be great. Greater than you ever seen. I think I will have welcomed you to 2024 right now. We all make up our minds. We will not follow the world. You young men who plait your hair, just go and take it out. Because it's from one of the deities worshipped in my family, Koshongo. 
I'm sure that you don't know it. That's why you appear like that. You leave this place, just go get rid of it. Satan set those things, or men put in earrings, he set those things as a trap to frustrate the intention of God in life of people so that they will not be able to receive God. If you see anybody who plants his hair and says he's a man of God, you need to ask him which of the gods? Which of the gods? In the book of um, the first Peter 5, it says, Stay from idols. When he began to read from verse 11, verse, uh, uh, verse um, 17, he that is born of God does not continue to sin the rest of it. He says, Stay clear from idols. A Christian must not get involved with any article of Satan. Am I talking to you? So that Satan's you will not fall a victim of the cobweb of the enemy. You are better without it. You are more respected in society without it. And so don't allow the enemy. Just get rid of it. I know that every one of you love God. But when we love God, we must walk by the rules of God. Isn't it? So that God can also do what He promised. And it's so simple. It is quite so simple. And the Lord will bless you. Thank you so much for coming today. Put your hands together for yourself. You are well loved by God. Please be seated. If anybody wants to see Apostle Williams within this week, I'll be available. I was told that, um, I was reminded that uh, Tuesday is a boxing day. Not for us boxers. As in the the past, when they say boxing day, I, I always respect the boxing tournament. I think Anthony Joshua, I think he won yesterday. He didn't wait for, for, uh, for the boxing day to go and box. Well, so I announced in New Cross that we're going to have GTA meeting in the cathedral. Can I say that we would not have GTA meeting on boxing day? Because I was told that I don't want to fight. Amen. But we must gather to come and pray. So we will move our prayer not not hold it on Tuesday. We will come to the cathedral on Wednesday. At least nobody's boxing. Wednesday, JTA meets in cathedral and pass all this information to um, all the members in New Cross so that that Tuesday, Monday and Tuesday, we come to service tomorrow and then, which is uh, Christmas Day, Monday and then Tuesday, we have off in our houses. But of course, we will have our one-hour prayer, which we do every day on the Zoom. And then Christmas service tomorrow is 10 a.m. So let's make sure that we come. And it will be one service for the people of New Cross also to come. And of course, this coming week, Friday, is the last overcomers night. And I want every one of us not to miss it. It will be testimonies galore. My ears are full of what God did for many this year. And then next Sunday, 31st, in the morning, we will have um, service here. In the morning, our Sunday service, which is Thanksgiving uh, service. It's good to finish the year with the Thanksgiving. And then it will be very brief. It's just Thanksgiving and we go. And then on 31st, that same night, that Sunday night, we will come here for crossover. Can I say to you that crossover night, nobody should receive a reserved seat for anybody. Because you see this auditorium up and down is full up and people are standing all over the place. So please make sure that you come early. The watch night service starts at uh, 8 o'clock, isn't it? 
8 o'clock. So we'll make sure that our meeting on the Sunday, you know, 31st, next week Sunday, is very brief. So we have prayer for all intercessors. That is the Jesus Army on Wednesday with Apostle. And then on Friday, we have Overcomers Night, the last Overcomers Night. Shall we just welcome, uh, uh, is it Dr. Okay, let's record the pastor to come and do the offering. Put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. Shall we prepare for our tithes and offerings this morning? I believe we've all been blessed this morning. And as we prepare for our tithes and offerings, I'll quickly read from the book of Second Corinthians chapter 9, verse 7. The Bible says, Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. So I implore us to decide in our hearts this morning, in line with what we have heard, what we want to give to the Lord and I believe as we do so the Lord Almighty will bless us in Jesus name the information I believe for, for those of us that give um, electronically um, the information we already have if you don't have it it's on the screen for you and for those that still use the envelopes, if you need one, please kindly signify to the ushers, and then they will provide you with one. Um, the, the, there are two envelopes. You have the blue one, which is the one for those that are taxpayers, and the green ones is for non-taxpayers. And the Lord bless you as you do so. If you are finished preparing your giving this morning, can I kindly ask that we rise as we pray? Heavenly Father, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for the opportunity and the privilege we have again today to give in line with your word. Father Lord Almighty, we pray, as our giving is coming from our hearts, as you have instructed, we pray that it be acceptable before you this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen.
it is you that we live for. Every day, O oh Lord, it is you that we look unto. Father Lord, we just thank you for your love and your faithfulness. The Bible said, Abel also brought an offering, fat portions from some of the firstborns of the flock. And the Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offering. Father, we pray, as we have given in accordance to your word this morning, that you look down on us and our offering with favor in the mighty name of Jesus. And so, Lord, we, pre- we present this holy offering that has been brought by your holy people. We pray that you send down your holy fire from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Shall we be seated, please? Yes. Yes. So the first thing is to welcome the visitors this morning. So if you are in this house this morning and it is your first time worshiping with us in Christ's faith tabernacle, can I just ask that you kindly wave your hands wherever you are? Anybody this morning? Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Ma. Thank you, Ma. Can I just ask that? Thank you very much for joining us this morning. And this is Christ's Faith Tabernacle, where overcomers for tomorrow have been built and Jesus' army is being raised. Um, there is a park that will be handed to you uh, by the ushers. We, the information there is for your blessing. And if you can kindly give us your information, um, and it's strictly used to let you know how this house can be of even more benefit to you. And we pray that as you have come today, that the Lord Almighty will manifest His goodness in your lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Please be seated. So announcements, our Father has actually done most of the announcements, so, so it made my work easier. Um, so the, just to mention that today, Sunday, we know we continue with our prayers at 8 p.m., and the communion. So if you link up uh, via the usual platform, um, Zoom, um, YouTube, and free conference call, and then you can join at 8 p.m. while we have our prayers and communion. Um, Also, on Thursday, remember, we still have our prayer at 8 p.m. through all the usual platforms as, as above. And the Lord bless you as you link up. Amen. And finally, with regards to the workers' Christmas dinner, I believe for those that attended, they had a great time, and um, we trust that all had a great and wonderful time celebrating God's faithfulness. Now, there are three things that they would like me to announce. One is that uh, the church... um, Show their sincere apologies for the inconvenience 
arising from the problems with the coach back to New Cross. Um, also, um, they implore us to please look out for the feedback forms, that this is very important, and the church will appreciate your feedback so that um, we can improve on future events. Amen. And then finally, somebody accidentally left the venue with a gray MS um, female coat. It was forgotten there at the venue. And it's purple with purple lining. So if this is yours, kindly um, check with Pastor Tayo to arrange a swap. I think it, one was mistakenly taken. So it was, it's an MS coat with purple lining. If you accidentally took that one in exchange for yours, please see Pastor Tayo so that you can exchange it back and you can have your own coats back. Amen. I hope that is clear. Okay, all right. So that is the end of the announcement for this morning. Amen. And I would like to invite our Father in the Lord to close us. Amen. Amen. You know, tomorrow will be 1,370 days we have been praying every night on the Zoom. And it falls on the Christmas day. So tonight, make sure, as doctor has said, you make sure you attend. Well, the Bible says in the book of um, Proverbs 18, 22, He who finds a wife finds a good thing, and obtaineth what? Favor. Pastor uh, Abuaba found a wife 30 years ago. Please stand up. And we're going to... We are going to call them to the altar. They want to do thanksgiving for it now. But the rest of the thanksgiving will be next Sunday, where we all jam together. So choir sing for them as they and the will dance.
30 years journey is not a joke. The Bible says, He who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtaineth favor. We thank God that that is fulfilled in this family. Not everybody who started reached 30 years in this journey. And it is only the grace of God that keeps us to that time and beyond. It says, in his days, the righteous will flourish. Prosperity will abound for the moon. And further says, the righteous will flourish like a palm tree. They will grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Planted in the house of God, they will flourish in the courts of our God. They will bear fruit in their old age. They will stay fresh and green, proclaiming the Lord is upright. He is my rock, and there is no one, there is no wickedness in him. And we thank God so much for this day, for Pastor and Dickiness Adisa, uh, Abuaba, sorry. Pastor and Dickiness Abuaba, is Adisa here? Because it's Dickiness Adisa's name that twisted my tongue. They are, they are going to do their fourth year shortly. They are in their thirties too. But we thank God for, for Pastor. You know, life of Pastor and his wife is an exemplary life of a righteous man. And the blessings and the covenant of God is with the righteous and their generation. And we really thank God for thirty years. Normally, all Thanksgiving is last Sunday of the month. But 30 years before on the same time, 30 years is a milestone. The Lord who has started with you, He will take you to the end. Amen. We thank the God of our fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac. Amen. The God of Jacob. Lord, why did these people come to the altar today? Is it not because there are ten lepers who were healed, but only one of them came back to say thank you? And to the one who came back to appreciate and say thank you, you said, you are made whole. There's a difference between you are healed and you are made whole. And so, Lord, this gesture of your son and your daughter, to look upon this day and come to thank you. Some only celebrate and do parties, and they never remember the God who has sustained them. They think about where they started. Relationship from a loaf of bread. 
I would never forget. And Lord, from where they did not know and understand. And then you brought them through the journey of 30 years to this place where they are. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. We thank you that it's not just the wife is in God and the husband is not. Or the husband is dragging the wife to come and serve God. Father, they both know you. They both serve you. And they commit their heart to your service. Today I speak. Let heavens open over them. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. As you have been the suitable helper to your husband all your life. May your strength never win. Whatever you desire your husband that you have never seen for good, I call them to manifestation. May the Lord strengthen you as you grow older. May your bones and your organs never age. May the Lord refresh you, increase you in wisdom, in knowledge and understanding. You will never see regret in this house. Every day you wake up to the end of your life, it shall be one joy to the other. May you increase in wisdom of heaven, the capacity to take care of your husband, which you have been doing and which we see, may it increase in you. May your love for him never grow dim. May you enjoy together the days of your life. Anoint your son as you have been the head of this house and the visionary of this house. May your mind never dry up. You will continue to increase in the revelation, imagination, and the vision that will take this family forward. Your heart over your household, your wife and your children and grandchildren shall be fulfilled. The God you serve with all your heart will be the God of your descendants. Your children will serve Jesus with all their hearts. Your grandchildren will serve Jesus with all their hearts. Your cry over them is answered on high. The devil will be put to shame concerning your family. May you flourish from this age as you grow older together. May you grow stronger. May the Lord replenish you with everything. May your desire never win. And what you need to steer this family to the prominence of God, may heaven release upon you. Father, we bless your name for the service of your son and your daughter in the house of God. Father, money cannot speak for all you have done. Nevertheless, when we bring our offering to your altar, a token of love of thanks. Are you not the God who created the heavens and the earth? But you derive pleasure in the sacrifice of your people. And I present before you our holy God. And say this is the holy offering that is brought by your holy people. Let your holy fire come down from heaven. And consume this holy sacrifice. May the blessings of God be upon you. Upon your children. And upon your grandchildren. Upon everyone that makes their blood with your family. May they be blessed. In Jesus anointed name we are prayed. Amen and amen.
All right, choir, sing for them. Let, let them dance 30 years dancing right here before my eyes. Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is thy kingdom, thy power and thy glory forever and ever. Turn to someone beside you and read. Well, let's lift up our right hand first and read the grace as in Hebrews 13, 20 and 21. Shall we? Now, may the God of peace abroad again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work to do his will, working in us that which is well pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. And then Second Corinthians thirteen fourteen, speaking to somebody. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now. And to yourself, surely goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. And you shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May God send you help always from his sanctuary and grant you support from his Zion. May the Lord remember all you are given this year and accept all your burnt offering, which stands for your prayers. May the Lord give you the desires of your heart and make all your plans succeed. We will all shout for joy when we are victorious, and we shall be victorious in every battle. We lift up our banner in the name of our God. May the God of Abraham, 
the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. May he open a book of remembrance concerning you this day. And may the God of Bethel, who appeared to Abraham and Jacob at Bethel, may he reveal himself to you, changing your dream into visions. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we have prayed. There shall be shouts of blessing, it will fall in your house. meeting will not be Tuesday, it will be Wednesday here. And I want to see all youths in that JTA meeting. Of course, all ordained ministers and members, ordained members, you are all expected to be there. It will be power night. God bless you. Please be seated and the ushers will lead you out row by row.